What's going on, Kyle Resser with the Hydromind Podcast. Today we're talking about how to get the ideal surfing body. All right, three tips to get the ideal surfing body. This is a huge thing. Surfing is such a demanding sport, so you really, really, your body is what carries you, it's what keeps you safe, it's what puts you on waves, so you gotta take care of your body if you wanna surf great now and then later into the future as well. So these are the top three tips that I like to give to help people put them on the path to getting their ideal surfing body weight and uh, what I call the performance weight. So, secret number one, this one, this is the biggest one. This is something that nobody else teaches and if you only figure out this thing, you can pretty much have anything you want in life. It's, what, what stands between people and um, getting the body that they want, it's not the information. Everybody knows you're supposed to eat healthy, you're supposed to work out more. But why, why isn't everyone in shape? It's because there's people lose their motivation, they lose, um, these things get in the way, right? They have food addictions that are more powerful than their reason why they wanna go to the gym. And I'm guilty of this too, I've struggled over the years a lot, body weight going up and down, all these kind of things. The way to get past this, this is bigger than anything, something called the one love principle. So what does that mean? What is the one thing that is more important to you than your food addictions? What's more important to you than the excuses that you make for not going to the gym? What's more important to you than those foods that make you happy for a few minutes that make you feel sick afterwards? So you gotta dig super, super deep here and you really, really gotta picture the life that you want. You gotta think down the road, but really what you want out of life. And because this is a surfing and fitness podcast, I, I really like to focus it around surfing because surfing is so important. Surfing is so passion driven. Driven. It's easy to draw on emotions because you you have to have an emotional pull, an emotional why. It can't just be can't just be logical because you know living healthy is right. Everyone knows that. Like I said before, so why isn't everyone healthy? Because you don't attach emotion and you don't attach goals, real goals. So I'll share mine with you. What my one love is. So the reason that I really really focus on staying in shape is because I got two little kids, and I. I want to make sure that I'm there for them. And so I, I, call, I call this, I'm trying to start a movement that I'm calling redefining the dad bod. Because the dad bod right now means that you're out of shape. It's, it's an excuse to be out of shape. You're like, ah, got no time. I got a dad bod. I don't want to make that excuse. I never want to tell my kids, no, I'm too tired. No, my back's too sore. I don't ever want to tell my kids, oh, I used to surf back when I used to surf. You know what I mean? I want to be out there charging as hard as I can. As my kids are getting bigger, their energy's going higher and higher and higher. So I gotta make sure my energy's going up too. So redefining the dad bod is flipping that on its head, realizing dad's gotta be healthy and vital. So that's what drives me. So really, what, what I mean about picturing it and making it real in your mind, attaching uh, emotion to it, you gotta picture it so, so, so crystal clear that it becomes real in your imagination. You can feel those emotions. So I picture myself surfing with my two sons. My oldest is three, my youngest is six months. So I picture surfing with them when they're teenagers, when they're in their 20s, what it's like to share trade waves with them and teach them how to surf, sharing the stoke and snowboarding and skateboarding, all that stuff. So that's what that's what pulls me. So when I when I try to reach for the shitty foods or I try to skip a work or I think considering skipping a workout, I can always go back back to my one love and that's bigger. It's so much bigger than these temporary things, right? So that's what I mean by starting with the one love. It's cuz and this is what I mean by if you get this right you can have anything. So this drives me in business, this drives me in fitness, this drives me in parenting. It's like, I just, want, I just want to be the best I can for them. And you don't need kids to have this kind of inspiration. You just gotta have love for yourself. You gotta have a future that's big and amazing enough to make changes for. So when you're setting your one, one love up, think big, don't go small. If you have a goal, 
triple it, quadruple it, 10x it. Make it make it audacious and really, really believe it in your head. Make it real in your mind. Really, really imagine it in detail and that'll really help drive it home. So that's tip number one, super important. Spend as much time as you need on this. Write it down, write it, make it real. Write all the things that are important to you. Put them all together into a big, big dream goal for you. And that one love will pull you through those tough times. I guarantee if you do this right, it'll work. So that's the one love principle. The second one, and this is a big one. This is something that is kind of, I don't want to call it paradoxical, but it's a kind of a contrarian sort of viewpoint in the fitness world. And I want you to change your fitness goals from being aesthetic based. So instead of wanting the six pack and wanting the big muscles, like you see like a bodybuilding style body, instead of having aesthetic goals, have performance goals. So another part of the one love, it's gotta be something for you, right? So, cause if you're trying to get in shape for someone else to make someone else happy, it's not for you, that's destined to fail. So with this, making performance goals are about you as well too. So it's a reward for yourself. So again, being a surfing fitness show, um, make goals like, make, make your goals like wanting to surf longer than getting tired, being able to surf two a days when you're on a surf trips and not get tired or not get sore or not have injuries or rehab injuries. So performance goals are all about performing in the water or increasing breath hold time, um, increasing mobility. Uh, so there's so many different things in there, right? So when you aim at your performance goals, not only well, it'll be more real and you'll get that feedback from uh, hitting these goals, but you'll get the body too. You'll get the aesthetics afterwards. So focus on performance, focus on health, vitality, mobility, endurance, and that, that'll change a lot for you because like I said before, it'll be about you too. So it's, it'll be something personal. You can really, really measure it and you can really, really get those high level re rewards when you have performance goals. Um, and I, I like to call it um, aiming for your performance weight. So it's not starving yourself to get a six pack. It's not dying under a 300 pound bench press to get as big as possible. Cause none of that stuff matters in surfing. You look at Kelly Slater, the best of all time. He never had a six pack. He was, he had low body fat and great endurance muscles top to bottom, but he wasn't, a, didn't look like a bodybuilder. No one does. Even the most muscular guys like Gabriel Medina and Mick Fanning, they still carry body fat. and. You, no one questions their performance. So your performance weight is a much better goal, and that's what I what I like to promote to people. So I'm not I'm not the get a six pack guy. Um, I used to think I wanted that more than anything, and then I don't know. I just I just care more about performance, and it became that that again that perspective shift. So right here we're talking about mindset mostly, right? So here's another. Uh, so the, so tip number three is going to be about some real practical thing you can do, right? So I'm talking about intermittent fasting. So this is when to eat. And this is a big one and it's, and it's simple. It couldn't be more simple. So it's eating within an eight hour window. So you're sleeping for eight, eight hours, and you're awake for, or you eat for eight, and then so eight hours you don't eat. So that's 24 hours. All right, so what I like to do is do it from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. So I wake up in the morning, um, I don't have anything with any calories, except for sometimes black coffee, and don't eat till 10, AM. So that's a pretty easy thing. I get up at eight, so it's only two hours sometimes, or I get up at seven. Well, actually, there's a lot of times I get up way earlier than that too. So it can be, that can be a little bit difficult in the beginning, especially if you're used to having a big breakfast and your coffee with like cream and sugar and that kind of thing. It's going to be different. But there's amazing benefits to it. Once you get used to it, 
especially if you're on a ketogenic diet, it becomes really, really easy because your body's metabolizing fat in the mornings. Um, it's a lot easier, but the best part about it is not eating after 6 p.m. 6 p.m. is important. You can push it to 7 if you like, but I always recommend 6 just because I don't want to give this or that kind of advice. I want It's more, uh, more direct. The reason 6 p.m. is because it gives you enough time to digest your food if you have a 10 o'clock bedtime. So you go to sleep on an empty stomach. It's really important to go to sleep on an empty stomach because that's when your body repairs itself. If you go to sleep on a full stomach, it takes tons of energy to digest food. So instead of using that energy to digest food, you're using it to repair your body so your, your muscles are growing after your workouts. So, so important. And when you wake up after not eating at 6 p.m., you wake up in the morning, you just you feel so good, you have so much energy, you're not bogged down. Um, you'll look and feel great in the mornings, and that is a great motivator as well too. So, and when I when I disobey this rule, I feel it. I really really feel it. So that's something something to keep in mind for sure. Definitely worth, worth trying. Um, and there's lots of studies, which I, I won't get into the nitty gritty of the science of it, but um, it improves uh, weight loss, endurance. Um, there's lots of evidence to show it improves uh, longevity with because uh, like your cells are dying all the time, but helps helps the dead cells die and new ones can be born. So it's like it's really rejuvenating in that way, and so that's that. So that's the three tips, and I'm gonna give you a fourth bonus tip here since since it got your attention. The fourth one is high intensity interval training. So surfing is an endurance sport. It's an endurance sport where you're forced to hold your breath over and over so it's super super intense but long form cardio like going for a two hour run is so old school you don't have to do that death march style cardio high intensity interval training the across the board in studies shows that it's um better has better results and not only that it takes literally one tenth the amount of time a set of tabatas which is a 20 second sprint 10 second rest eight times that's four minutes can you do a four minutes a cardio session for sure and it's better for weight better for weight loss um it's better for um muscular endurance and uh the, the most recent study i just saw was so cool it was uh professional soccer players in the off season they did a case study so that half the people so they measured at the end of the season they measured all their mar endurance markers like all the performance tests and so they had split them into two groups one group did long form cardio, traditional style. The other form, the other group did high intensity training. They did Tabatas actually, like I talked about the two and ones. Um, and then they measured them when they all came back. And the high intensity guys blew away the long form cardio guys. So it's just like, like I said, the studies across the board are showing that high intensity training is the best. And another part of it is your body's super smart and it adapts. So if you are doing long form cardio, your body slows down your metabolism to save calories because it just thinks like, thinks you're gonna need that stuff to go farther right so it really slows your metabolism down speeding speeding up your metabolism by doing sprints is uh really really good especially for our sports where there's a lot of breath holding and uh, you need like bursts of energy and things like that so i recommend that so so much it's, it changed uh the way i viewed endurance training uh completely upside down and the way i like to do it there's a lot of different ways to do it um but if you're gonna do it on a like a cardio machine Treadmills are harder because you got to adjust the speed, right? So you got to like click, click, click up to go speed or hotter, faster or colder, faster or slower. <laughs> but I like to use the elliptical because just your effort, uh, 
Mario can control it, right? That's for cardio machines, but also the best one I think for surfers is the battle ropes, right? We got the big ropes attached to the wall. Because that's like sprinting for your arms. And surfing's an endurance sport where you run with your arms, paddling, right? So it's super, super good for that. And it builds bone density and that's really great for longevity and it's low impact too. So uh that's what I recommend that. So okay, one last bonus tip is a ketogenic diet. Ketogenic diet if you don't know, can actually increase your breath hold time because you're so when you think your brain burns glycogen for energy, but it can't just burn glycogen. It needs oxygen to oxidate the glycogen to break it down so your brain can use it, right? That uses roughly about 20% of your oxygen thinking. But when you're on a ketogenic diet, your body produces ketones. It's a, it's a faster burning fuel. Your brain can use ketones instead of glycogen only it doesn't need oxygen to oxidize it. It just burns ketones as they are. So that creates 20% more available oxygen to burn in your muscles or wherever, right? So having 20% more available oxygen is massive. And even taking a ketone supplement just before you surf, if you're not on a ketogenic diet, can give you this effect too. So that's super awesome stuff. So that's five tips you got there for getting the ideal surf body. Get your one love, change your to performance goals, intermittent fasting, high intensity cardio, and try a ketogenic diet. And if not, if a ketogenic diet isn't for you, take a ketone supplement before you surf, especially on big days. So if this is something you're interested in, this, what I just listed out here, is, pre, is basically the principles of my Waterman Shred program. So it's lose 10 pounds of body weight every single month until you get down to your performance weight, so you can, and then you can get a more maintaining lifestyle so you can just keep that performance weight and surf the best and it's all about health it's all about longevity it's all about performance goals so it's all about paddle strength it's all about breath hold time it's all about endurance and then that performance weight i've been through the i've been through the fire i've had all the struggles when it comes to body weight and performance and all that stuff i've done all the work I've done all the research i've done all the testing on myself this stuff works so it's one of my best uh selling programs um after, paddle, after the paddle strength system, this one is really, really coming up there. People are loving it, getting great results, and it's the it's one of the best sellers. And so I want to give you a free trial. It's one of my favorite things to do is like to put my money where my mouth is, try the system. It's a four-week program. Well, it can be extended. It's four, it's four phases, one week each. And then at week four, you stay there until you get to your performance weight. So I can let you go through all four stages for free. So you get 30 days. Try it all. And only if, if you love me or, or if you love me and my program will I ask for any investment on your part. And if not, send me one message. You won't be charged anything and you can still keep the system for free. So that's that's how I do it. I want the best things for you. And if you do get results, uh, just do me one favor. Just do whatever it takes to inspire the people around you. Tell them about me if you want to or just tell them what you're doing and be be the change in your crew that helps everyone stay healthier, longer, stronger, surfing better, teaching our, all our kids, the next generation. And like, like I talked about my one love, it's, all, it's about being the best for my children, but I wanna be there for my grandkids. I, I wanna, I'm gonna be there teaching my grandkids to surf. For sure, I'll have a long gray beard, wise old man, and still in great shape, still shredding. So that's, that's the one love for me, and I hope, uh, hope that carries you into the best life ever for you too and your family. So my name is Kyle Russell with Hydromine. Um, send me a DM on Instagram or uh, you can email, uh, uh, just Instagram's the easiest way or email me, I can answer those too, but Instagram's the best way. And uh, you can get a link to the free trial of the Waterman Shred with all the principles I talked about here today. So I hope you like that kind of stuff. And if you uh, enjoyed this podcast, tell a friend, 
leave a comment, uh, take a screenshot of it on your phone, share it with somebody on Instagram. I'd really, really appreciate that. I do this for free. So if you can help me spread the word, I'd really appreciate that too. So my name is Kyle Russ. Hydro Mind. Talk to you soon.